Man, first things first. Rest in peace, young dog. Give a fuck about a haters, Welcome to the Wednesday, well, now it's Thursday, episode of the podcast. I'm so very excited to have you back. I'm You probably can't tell from my vocal inflection, but I am excited. Um, what I am not excited about is this is a completely different episode than I was going to upload yesterday. Um, my laptop is acting a fool. Um, so I don't know who runs Apple now, but somebody off owes me an explanation in like $1,300. So, look, if you're listening, give me, run me my money, okay? Apple Care wasn't helpful. Nobody, the little genius is. But the, the, the girl that I called and talked to at Apple in, like, Dallas or something, she was super helpful, and she helped me recover, like, the files from my first, like, six episodes of the podcast. But everything past that, it's gone. It's lost forever. So, look... Before I recorded this podcast, I had a 15-minute mental breakdown because that's all I had time for in my schedule. So I'm over it. Nonetheless, welcome, 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 welcome. Episode 12, a um, little bit of a somber mood this week. You know, like I said in the intro, rest in peace, Young Dolph. Amazing entertainer, great rapper, overall stand-up guy, consistently stood up for his family and his community. And it is just a shame that, you know, every day... We deal with, you know, more and more deaths of young black entertainers in the entertainment industry, you know, who were somehow involved in, you know, and and formerly, you know, involved in the street life. And, you know, he was a big advocate for his community. And it was it's just very, very sad to see him be killed in that way. A young life loss is always very, very tragic. So, you know, sending out. Condolences to his family, all of his supporters, anybody who felt affected by this loss, because I know because of the age of social media, we feel so incredibly connected to people we don't know. So you're grieving too, and that's valid. So please, you know, take care of yourself emotionally. Spend five extra minutes in the shower. You know, don't eat the cookie after dinner. You know, don't be get some sweet (laughs) after your meal because you deserve it. Take care of yourself. You know, everybody feels things in different ways. Um, But yeah, like I said, this is a completely different episode than I was supposed to record. Um, The one that I recorded yesterday was just, it was about completely different things. But there are are some topics that I want to address today um, that I I think are very, very important. And we're going to go back to... Um, you know, I have an, I have the episode, the remix to accountability, because that's, that, that's how it seems like, you guys have taken accountability and you've remixed it. But today I really, really, really want to talk about accountability and especially when it comes to things like abuse, mental, physical, emotional, things like that. So one of the things that was very, very, um, visible on social media this week was obviously the, um, Danny Lay and DaBaby situation and I don't want to talk about it from like a gossip perspective like who was right or who was wrong but one of the things that I really really want to address here is the the um the aspect 
of accountability because one of the things that one of the videos that was very disturbing that during the situation was him antagonizing his antagonizing her while she was feeding her child and you know postpartum depression especially for first time mothers um can be something that affects women of color and I'm gonna say women of color because you know there's 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 some identity politics going into play here, but we'll talk about that later. It affects women of color at a higher rate. Um, and, and it affects, and it can be incredibly detrimental when you're in the first few months of that child's life. So you have a three month old baby, your girlfriend had a three, had your three month old baby, and you have decided you don't want to be with that woman anymore. So instead of having an adult conversation with her um like a normal human being you get on instagram live to show everybody that you're in the right because you told her you weren't your she wasn't your girl does that matter does it matter and that's another little side tangent that i'm gonna get on really really quickly it's this side chick culture that you motherfuckers are obsessed with Okay, because like there was that clip on Instagram or something. I don't know. My sister sent it to me and it was like DJ fucking academics calling Brittany Renner a side chick to her face. Like what the you niggas are corny as fuck. Okay, this side chick culture that you niggas on the Internet are obsessed with. Tell me you ain't got no bitches without telling me you ain't got no bitches. Like, it always is the nigga that haven't seen a vagina since 2013 that want to get on the internet and call somebody a side chick. Sir, the reason you are here is because your mama was Mr. Earl's side chick, okay? Does it matter? <laughs> you feel me? This side chick culture that you guys are obsessed with. That's what's really at the center if this whole DaBaby and Danny Lee situation, like he wanted to get on Instagram live to prove that he was never her boyfriend. Cool, weird flex, but okay. Like my nigga, you are antagonizing the mother of your three month old child on the inter on Beyonce's internet for everybody to see. So now not only do we know you were never her boyfriend, but you are a joke. Somebody, I, I need somebody who know how to edit because I need to put a clown <laughs> that's what that's what it's giving you're a clown you're a joke okay and your teeth are incredibly large all right let's let's talk about it okay he's got large teeth i can't be the only one that thinks like that all right so you sea biscuit and the rest of the horses on the fucking farm need to get it together and you need to learn how to respect people all right because that's crazy there's there's no part of the situation where it is important whether or not these people were together. <laughs> it does not matter. Okay? Motherfuckers have babies with people they wouldn't with all the time. No one's judging you because of that. And whether or not you're a side chick does not matter. Okay? This grown ass man who calls himself the baby. That was our first sign, y'all. That was our first sign that he's out of his mind, who is a narcissistic abuser, got on the internet to antagonize the woman who was feeding his child. And the only thing we're arguing about is whether or not she was a side chick. I don't give a fuck. 
And turns out she was charged with, um, I think the article said simple assault because of the times that she touched him during the live video. And in my humble opinion, uh, if you're going to catch an assault charge, girl, you better go motherfucking harder than that. I would have meek, meek mopped him into 2022, baby. We would have been on that live hustling. You are antagonizing me in front of our three-month-old baby, putting me out at three o'clock in the morning while I'm trying to feed our three-month-old baby. And then you got this little German shepherd over here who was also your permanent, your personal assistant co-signing all your foolishness. Oh, you and that bitch getting beat up. Absolutely. Okay. Cause let's call it out. That's let's, let's all call it out. Let's call out the people who have accountability in the situation. Number one primary obviously is the baby. Okay. You can you don't treat the, the first of all, the mother of your child like that and a woman feeding a baby, leave her alone. Okay. You want to have an argument with her. You want to put her out of the house. Cool. But the priority in any of those situations is also the well, always the well-being of the child. And this is like, this is why it's so important. You guys are, I don't know if you guys watch Blackish, but I do. There was an episode of Blackish where Rainbow was struggling with postpartum depression. And it was, it, first of all, it was a great episode. Acting, everybody was great. Like, amazing. She was struggling with postpartum depression. She couldn't get her baby to latch, having a difficult time feeding her. And she was just feeling really down on herself as a mother, especially because, you know, all of her kids were older. She hadn't done it in a while. Um, so, you know, she was just kind of feeling like a little disconnected from motherhood. So she was struggling with her postpartum depression and her husband, Andre's mom, Ruby, um, fed the baby while Rainbow was sleeping, but she gave the baby formula, um, which was incredibly disrespectful to a mother who had been struggling so hard with breastfeeding. And one of the really important and pivotal moments in that episode was when Dre, comes down to the kitchen where Rainbow has rightfully so put Ruby's disrespectful ass out of the motherfucking house. And he's like, no, you need to motherfucking go. Okay. Women who just recently had babies who are the mothers of your children need to be protected. And you are a part of that processor, especially because a part of protecting that woman is protecting your child. That It's a baby. Like what the fuck is the baby going to do? Be like, nah, nigga, you wowing? It's three months old. So even if you don't like the bitch, which is a whole other motherfucking podcast, okay? So we're going to get to that in a second. Even if you don't like the bitch, even if you're like, you know what? This is my side chick. The safety of your child's mother or the safety of your newborn child is entirely dependent on the safety of that child's mother. And I say this to say, because I'm going to get into a larger picture here because it's not just about DeBaby and Danny Lay. I say this to say the larger picture about accountability is that my nigga, if it's a trash ass nigga in your life and he treating his baby mama wrong, he treating his girlfriend wrong, he treating his grandma, every woman in his life, he's just disrespecting. You need to call him out. You need to call him out. And I'll give some real life examples of here. I'm not going to use any names because um, my father will mink mink mop me into 2022. But father's side of the family, there was a male individual who had a strained relationship with his daughter. Um, and there was a large family event 
um, that the male individual was being a little ornery about. So two of the men on my father's side of the family got together to check this man. And, you know, they told him about himself. And they also told him, you keep disrespecting your own child. And the people in this family, uh, we gonna have to have a different conversation with you. And you know what it got? Handled. <laughs> it got handled. Because the best way, especially for black men, for them to be held accountable for their actions is if it is happening from the other men in their lives. Because what has been proven time and time again is that y'all don't listen to us. Okay, y'all don't listen to us. You don't respect us. You don't care about us. And as soon as white girls get fatter asses, thicker thighs, and bigger lips, y'all gonna leave us anyway. Okay, because remember, as soon as the white girls get it all, y'all done with us. So it's gonna have to come from some of you niggas. And I know like y'all feel like watching it and being like that nigga wildin' and disagreeing with his behavior is enough, but it's not. Like I know he wildin'. You know he wildin'. And you saying he wildin' would have an impact. You need to tell a nigga he wildin'. Your nigga is on the phone calling your baby mama all kinds, his baby mama, all kinds of bitches and hoes and talking about, oh, you bitter as fuck and all of these things. He's on the phone calling his baby mama everything but a child of God. And you just sitting there low key snickering because you think it's funny because that's just your dog. That's your homie. That's how he acts. He ain't got no chill. He's a savage. That... If that is the relationship you have with them, then he will never grow as a person. You will never grow as a person. And you will both be in the same room with R. Kelly in hell. I just want y'all to know that, okay? Because when R. Kelly um, bumped and grinded his way to hell, when you looked at the woman who had your baby and you called her a funky dog face bitch, yeah, your ass was step, step inside to side right in the hell as well. These, these, these behaviors are linked. And that's why, again, I say this to say that behaviors like this are escalatory. They escalate. Your homeboy just starts off by looking at, by calling his baby mama dog, funky dog face bitch, uh, getting mad every time she goes on a date with another man or has a man around his child. That That's where he starts. And then eventually he starts popping up on her at her job and at her house and at places that she frequents with her friends. And then, you know, maybe one time he just grabs her a little too hard by the arm. And then the next time he goes upside her. And then, then, you know, maybe you step in because you're like a noble guy or whatever. But if you could have checked this behavior and you could have created a situation where it would have been addressed and somebody just speak. You got you. Why am I explaining this? You niggas know exactly what I'm saying. Check your homeboy. OK, check your homeboy. Stop allowing him to say whatever and do whatever, because that's him. He do him. He is savage. Like, woo, woo, stop that. Hold your friends, hold other men accountable for their decisions because it is the men who set this tone. Like, that, I'm about to say some stuff, y'all. I'm about to say some stuff. It is the men who are setting this tone for this quote-unquote destruction of the family structure because y'all like to get on this here internet and say that the masculine, the uh, emasculate, emasculating excuse me like the emasculate 
gay black men <laughs> y'all like to get on here this internet here and say is that you know gay black men it's all a part of the agenda to destroy the black family but what's the the fact that you niggas have seven baby mamas by 12 different women don't create a family with any of those and then get on the internet and call them side chicks in front of 20 million people is not destroying the family structure that's so interesting the fact that you gaslight and manipulate this woman into living with you or creating a situationship and then when she feels like she's in a relationship with you you get on the internet and you gaslight and manipulate her some more so that she'll leave your house at three o'clock in the morning with your newborn baby is not destroying the black family structure that's so interesting because if you get eight women pregnant and you leave all eight of those women those are all single family homes or single parent homes excuse me so that's not destroying the black family if two plus two is four <laughs> you the math isn't mathing it's not mathing all right and I have another question and don't shoot me because I know how you guys like to up those sticks why y'all keep having babies with bitches you don't like why do you keep putting unprotected penis into women you do not enjoy? Why is that? And then you get on this here internet and you're like, oh, well, we don't want bitches who are ran through. You the one with seven baby mamas. You are the one with 25 children. You're the thought. You are the one that's ran through. That's why it's not clicking. That's why I'm not understanding. Why it is that you think how you think. I don't get it. It's not adding up. Now, the point of all of this is firstly accountability and you know the point that I made about side chick culture and that you guys literally have to stop being so obsessed with who celebrities are in relationships and get an actual personality um nextly uh I was nextly the point I would like to also make is that you know just kind of summing them up men have to hold other men accountable um you men have to stop getting into situationships that turn wrong and then having babies with those women because that only creates more single parent households in which there is resentment. And unless you're going to therapy to learn how to get these emotions out, your kids know that you hate your baby mama. They know it. And additionally, when your kids are like five or six and they got six iPads, two phones and a, a jitterbug, I don't know what kids have these days. They're going to be able to Google their parents' names and they're going to be able to see, oh, remember 10 years ago when woo, 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 and woo, woo, woo. Like this is all real world. This is all, even if we're not, let's, let's, let's get off of celebrities because I literally don't care. I have no sympathy for celebrities. Um... You know, I don't I don't want any women being battered, being manipulated, being abused or anything. But look, let's look at the real world impacts of this. Women are men are the ones who plant the seeds to create families. OK, so if a man has eight babies by eight different women, he has just created 
eight different single parent households. Yet he can continue to go on and do the things that he wants to do. Cause like mom, mama said, the baby go with you, honey. It, it go with you. My mother always told me that don't be out here getting pregnant by these niggas and having their babies because the baby go with you. And it does in each and every motherfucking instance. Okay, so the men can go out here and they can live their life like it's golden and they can do it like it's their B-day. And then it is the women that have to create the family structure, even if it's just them. You feel what I'm saying? Hold your homeboy accountable. You like ask him, my nigga, if you don't like the bitch, why you keep fucking her raw? See if you can just see if you can see if it clicks. See if it clicks. My nigga, if you don't like her, why are you still having sex with her? If you don't like her, why did you have a baby? If you don't like her, why are you emotionally manipulating her and gaslighting her into believing that you're something more than you are not? Just ask. Please share the results because I want to know. It's, <laughs> I don't get, I don't understand. Like I said, the math ain't math and it ain't clicking and it ain't adding up. And according to my calculations, you niggas just don't have any common sense. All right. Now that's the first part of this. The second part of this is, you know, there was, because there is, um, there, there's also another part of this. You know, I saw the story online earlier about ex-Jets running back Zach Stacy, who beat his girlfriend in front of his five-month-old baby. And the situation parallels, you know, getting on Instagram live and antagonizing the woman feeding your three-month-old baby. Like you don't, I'm not saying they're exactly the same, but in both of these instances, a woman is being abused whether that be emotionally or physically, but in both of these situations, a woman is being abused. And I think that especially some of you internet niggas, what you're more focused on is, you know, what is the position of the person in their life? And that's fucking crazy. It's crazy. It's wild. It don't make sense. Okay. Um, like I said, the ma- the numbers, they're off. The numbers are off. They're off. All right. The totals aren't balancing. And it's specifically because all of you niggas are crazy. You're all crazy until you prove otherwise. And we as women constantly have to come together as a community and be like, okay, sis, like I bought this really good pepper spray. And you know, if it's it stays, you know, you can see it with the ultraviolet light for 24 hours. And, you know, we recommend, you know, different types of tasers that look like cell phones or lipsticks or, or hair brushes that are actually knives. Like we come to, we come together as a community and we recommend all these things to each other because the action of holding your homeboy accountable for his abusive decisions is just too hard for you niggas. And not even just holding your homeboys accountable for like, like my nigga, there are raise better people, raise better humans. You feel what I'm saying? If your son has an anger problem since he was fucking six, instead of being like, well, that's just because his daddy wasn't around, send him to therapy. <laughs> send that nigga to therapy. 
You feel what I'm saying? Like, believe your daughter's girlfriend when she comes to you and be like, your your son went upside my head. My baby wouldn't do. Yes, he would. Because remember when that nigga punched a hole in your drywall when you told him he couldn't borrow your car? Yeah, he's crazy. That's just, see, because that's what I be saying. <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to ramble and I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but account the, the accountability can't be remixed. There's one version and it goes like, there are consequences to your actions. Boom, whole song. <laughs> that's it, y'all. There are consequences to your actions and you motherfucking stand on that. So look, I'm going to wrap it up because I know I'm getting a little long-winded. My nigga, ladies, that nigga put his hands on you. He's screaming and hollering in your face, trying to get you to do something. Shoot him. <laughs> I know y'all thought that was going to be, you know, something uh, insightful. Some Shoot his ass the first time it happens. Shoot him. Or do like OJ's wife. Hit him upside the head with a motherfucking cast iron skillet. Bet you he won't put, your, put his hands on you again. All right. So ladies, that nigga put his hands on you. He in here yelling and hollering and screaming and throwing stuff and, and putting you out of the house. Shoot his ass. And then later on, after you have buried him, we can go to therapy together as a group. And men, just start holding your niggas accountable. Just start checking them. You go out to the bar, he hit on somebody, she say no, and he turn around and be like, that's why you ugly anyways, bitch. Check that shit. That's, you're wilding, that's unacceptable. That's, that's literally as simple as it is. I know that that's a very small example, but... It's somewhere to start because you niggas just be like, damn, he violated. Oh, did he? <laughs> Take no for an answer. You niggas ain't cute. Okay, you niggas ain't Michael B. Jordan. You ain't Trey Songs, And you ain't got no money. That's why she said no. Please. Anyway, back to the larger conversation. Um, let me let me get back into my insightful bag because I really think that the... I don't want the point of accountability to get lost because... One of the larger things, especially um, amongst black women, is that when we, when we, when we, when we, because of the differences between the way men and women are raised in the black community, and Michelle Obama said it best, we love our sons, we raise our daughters. Because of the difference between the way men and women are raised, there is always a culture of, well, let's just handle the abuse, but... Let's never say anything to him about it. So, you know, there will be in a situation where, you know, maybe he he went off and he did actually hit her. Or maybe he, you know, cussed her out and put her stuff out on the street or whatever the case may be. Maybe they're in a situation like that. And, you know, instead of the mom being like, well, that's unacceptable. He needs to get it together. He can't stay here with me if he's going to be acting like that. She's like, well... Let me talk to him. Let's get to the bottom of this. And then let's see if we can come up with an agreement because there's a child involved. No, the priority should be the child. Your son is an unsafe person. He shouldn't be around you, the baby, or anybody associated with that baby until he makes a commitment to hold himself accountable for his own behaviors. 
That's what I'm saying. I really want the larger point of accountability to be understood here because that's, that's what's important. And I think we can learn lessons from people who, you know, are consistently dedicated to their community, people who have, um, you know, put in the work to, to unlearn things about themselves. So like, if you, you want, I, I, I really think there's a little, there's also a little bit of cognitive dissonance at play here because having a baby with someone that you're just like fucking around with is irresponsible on both parts. But, and there, this is a hard but, but, but that problem is only exacerbated by the fact that men will stick their dicks in anything that's not nailed to the ground, okay? Men would have sex with a McChicken in public if it was socially acceptable. And shit, I'm sure men have fucked McChickens in public without it being socially acceptable, okay? I think that, yes, there is definitely some cognitive dissonance going on with the fact that there are, you know, stop fucking... Look, wrap it the fuck up, okay? Stop fucking niggas raw. Get on birth control. Wear condoms. Get a plan B. Like, do whatever you got to do, but stop creating babies out of situations that weren't going to work in the first place, okay? Doomed from the beginning. And you motherfuckers know it. You stop saying that, like, there's definitely manipulation. There's definitely gaslighting. There's definitely, but you motherfuckers know it. Stop having all these motherfucking babies with people you can't stand. Nigga, stop sticking your dick in anything. And, be, and then when the consequences of your actions come and smack you in the face, you're like, what? The consequences of my own actions? How could this be? Okay. Because look, at this point, this is turn, this whole podcast is turning into my villain origin story. I'm literally about to turn into the motherfucking Joker. All right. And I'm just about to like terrorize Gotham because all of y'all get on my nerves. Like, even the pick-me bitches was online talking about some. She knew her position. Woo, woo, woo. Like, girl, bye. That nigga still ain't gonna choose you. He's still not gonna see your comment and be like, damn, let me slide in her DM. She loyal as fuck. No. He gonna look at your Instagram profile and be like, this bitch broke, blocked. <laughs> so, he ain't gonna choose. Just do better. Do better. Do mother fucking better okay look and as you can see th that's really all I gotta say I'm a I'm a because I this 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 episode was a little inflammatory on my behalf because I'm tired of it okay I'm already mad because my damn laptop don't work and Apple don't get look do better okay all right Whew, let me just breathe out real quick. But no, as you can see, I, I cut down the, the time of the podcast a little bit just because um, <laughs> y'all be listening to my shit when it's shorter. I know I'm a little lengthy, so I'm gonna wrap it up. But the, the major things that I really want you to get out today is hold your homeboys accountable for their toxic behaviors. Stop sticking your dick into anything just because you can. And furthermore, ladies, don't forget, Stab that nigga, okay? <laughs> Namaste, y'all. See you next week for episode 13. Preach.